AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Tonight, it's the final episode of The Daily Show with Trevor Noah where we celebrate the fact that we fixed America. That's right, all the problems are solved, and it's time to move on. Mission accomplished. This is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. coming out and for tuning in, especially tonight, because this is the final episode of The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. And it's not just that, it's also a celebration. You know, because when I, when I started this show, I had three clear goals. I was like, I'm gonna make sure Hillary gets elected, I'm gonna make sure that I prevent a global pandemic from starting, and I'm gonna become best friends with Kanye West. So... I think it's time to move on. But before we do that, for one last time, let's do this, people. Let's jump straight into today's episode. <laughs> All right, people, let's do this. This is it, my final show. And I've got a ton of cleanup to do so I can get the security deposit back in the studio. But, <laughs> but, before I head out, what better way to spend it than to check in with all of my favorite people and all of your favorite correspondents one last time, starting with my very favorite, Michael Costa, everybody! <laughs> Michael Costa, great to see you, buddy. Thank you. One last time, man, what is going on in the market Trevor, today? Trevor, Trevor, I'm crushing it, and I mean crushing <laughs> it, okay? <laughs> but tonight, I'm also crushed because this is our last time together on The Daily Show. So I'm not gonna talk about the market tonight because as much as I love numbers, there's a different N-word I love even more. <laughs> nostalgia. Oh, thank God, Trevor, nostalgia. Trevor, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, Trevor, right. this is a chart of our friendship, okay? Six years. Six years of African-American relations, all right? <laughs> Now, right here, this is the high point. We got off to a good start because you hired me, right? Which meant I could stop sleeping in my shitty old Honda Civic. And now look at me. I'm sleeping in a frickin' Tesla, baby, right? Yeah. And every morning I wake up, I see where the autopilot mode brought me. I have a nice big cup of coffee and I clean the blood off my tires. And that's thanks to you, my man. So. Uh, well, for the job, yeah. For the job, yeah, but not, not thanks to me for the blood. No, 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 I do. That blood is on your hands, for real. But of course, of course. Now here, here is the first time you let me onto the show with a chart that looked like a butthole, yeah, right? Yeah, you, you did that a lot. And, and, a lot. and here, okay, here is the time you let me on the show with 
a different chart that looks like a butthole. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of that. But the lot. one that's most important to me, Trevor, is this one up here, okay? Because this is the time you let me on the show with a chart <laughs> that looks like a penis, and this was a total game changer for me, Trevor. Yeah, and look, look, there were some tough times too, okay? I mean, this is when COVID hit, you know? And, 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 and that wasn't easy. You were doing the show from your apartment. I was in the office every day because I didn't get that email, but, but <laughs> that was a lonely two years. But look, that's the beauty of our friendship, Trevor. In fact, I made a chart to illustrate it, okay? Some days are good. <laughs> Let's be honest, some days are bad. But true friendship, that's the sweet spot in between. And it, it can stink, it can bring you unimaginable pleasure, but you can't live without it. Thank you, Michael. I, I, uh, I, I see what you did there one last time. You I see what? that. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't trade our friendship for anything, Trevor. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Michael. One last time, everybody. Hot Felton's incredibly disgusting sense of it. Michael Costa, everybody. Now let's go on to Desi Lydic, please. And uh, tell me, Desi, that this, for this last time, you're actually gonna do the weather, please. Desi Lydic, everybody. <laughs> weather? Nope. Trevor, okay. I am not here to do the weather. It's your last show. So on behalf of Paramount, Viacom, CBS, Comedy Central, Viacom Networks, and Paw Patrol Plus, <laughs> I am here to do your exit interview. Uh, what, right? Do we have to do that live on air? Uh, no, but some of us are getting drinks after the show, so I gotta squeeze in and now. <laughs> what, wait, people are getting drinks? I, no one told me. Can I come? First question. <laughs> Seven years of your employment here, what would you say is my best personality trait? Oh, you mean my best personality trait? Uh, nope, mine. Oh, um, I guess I'd say humility. Yeah, I am amazing at that. I'll put down humility and great cheekbones. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, next question. What will you miss most about me? Um, Okay, this is weird. Desi, if this, is, if this is my exit interview, shouldn't the questions be about me and not you? Well, why would they be about you? I'm the one who's staying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're leaving us, <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. I mean, people abandon me all the time. I don't care. Why would I care, Dad? <laughs> Point is, uh, I'm the one staying. Uh, but just in case, would you mind writing me a letter of recommendation? I, I gladly would, Desi. You know, I will write that you are one of the funniest and most gifted comedic actors I have ever known and had the pleasure, pleasure of working with. And anyone who knows you is lucky to know you. <laughs> Trevor. Okay, fine, you can come to drinks with work. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One of the funniest people I know, but one of the worst weather people I've ever worked with. And that's saying something. Now, here to give us our final lotto numbers, Dulce Sloan, everyone! All right, Dulce. All right, friend. Who's winning that money? What are the lotto numbers? No, 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 no. Listen. Hello, friends. Now, there's only one lotto winner tonight, and that is my friend, my light-skinned friend, <laughs> my homie, Trevor Ezekiel Noah. It's, n it's not Ezekiel, but I'll take it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you keep saying Ezekiel to me. I, I gave you the middle name Ezekiel because I don't know any African words. <laughs> you taught me nothing! Sorry, I interrupted you. you. You were saying, you were saying. You think if you know African, they teach you African, but he just be speaking English all the time. Look at you, leaving the Daily Show to go star in movies like them Hemsworth brothers. 
Well, I, no, I, I don't actually have any movies lined up. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just leaving, that's all. You what? <laughs> no, I, have you not been listening? I, this is what I said. This is a moment where I'm just taking time. You know, it's about me making time for family, for friends, to travel a little bit more. Oh, you're doing a travel show! Okay! Okay! All right! See? That makes sense! <laughs> Is it a safari show? <laughs> yeah, introducing us to your animal friends that you went to school with. We didn't go to school with that. <laughs> Ooh, you should do one about African people. Cause, you know what I realized? I know more about meerkats than whoever the f lives in Tanzania. That's what a lot of Americans tell me. Actually, that's, that's, they that's don't true. Tell us nothing. That's true. They but, just... I, but I'm not actually leaving for uh, another. I'm not leaving for a movie. I'm not leaving for like a, another show. I don't have anything lined up at the moment. It's just about this right now. Wait a minute. So you're leaving a good job. You quitting a job without having another job? Line up? No, you crazy, you don't leave a job! Who the leaves a job? So you just leaving a job to do nothing? Wow, you really are half white. Look, I hear what you're saying. I, I just think life isn't all about work, you know, and it's all about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. It's about, it's about exploration, it's about discovery, it's about fulfillment, you know? Shut up! Your discovery? Your fulfillment? You sound like a white girl doing a semester abroad. call a grown-ass man who doesn't have a job unemployed. No, I, I won't be unemployed. I have many great things going on in my life. Listen, listen. You don't have to be proud with me, Trevor. <laughs> you're my friend, okay? You're one of my favorite people, and you're the reason that my mama don't work. <laughs> Thank you, Dulce. You know you're one of my favorite people. And you know, I really love your mom. Listen, my mama loves you too, and I always have to break her heart to tell her that we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> now, since you're about to be the broke dick that I despise, <laughs> you gonna need this lotto money. <laughs> so I have fixed it so the winning numbers are one of the most important dates in our lives. The day that you were not met. So all you have to do is play those numbers. <laughs> and the jackpot is yours, young man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. Very simple. Because it's just the date that we met mm -hmm. that we both remember. Right. And as soon as you play those numbers uh -huh. of the day that we met, uh -huh. they will come up on the screen and you're going to win that money. Yeah. I, I, I'll play them, because I remember them. Right? I remember them. It was to... No. To me, it was to me a day. You interrupted me. It was to me one of, the, one of the most important moments. That's why I don't forget it. And that number sticks in my heart. Mm, 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 and that number is four. No. For, no, for many people. Yes. Why you and I work so well. Because we both know mm -hmm. the number is one no. of the people who've touched me the most in my life. Yes, yes. Is, which is why I know the number is 10. No. Nasi is where you remind me of. Tennessee? Negro, I'm from Georgia. You know what? I'll play them myself, because I also need this money. So, good luck being unemployed. Don't say slow, everybody. I know, I know the numbers. I know the numbers. I just, I just want to win my own lottery. I know the numbers. All right. For one last time, let's turn to my good friend and favorite meme, Ronnie Chang, to see what's trending on social media.
What a change! What is trending on social media? You wanna know what's trending? I'll tell you what's trending right now, Trevor. It's my feelings. <laughs> right, I can't believe you're leaving. It's like, it's like a part of my heart is being ripped out of my body and not in the cool Indiana Jones way, right? <laughs> we had so many, so many great times together. You're, 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 like, a, you're like a brother to me and, and not like in the way black guys say it. I mean like, <laughs> actually like a family brother who happens to be black, kind of. Ronnie? <laughs> Knowing you, knowing how not emotional you are, I just want you to know, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, 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 for, for real, no, for, uh, no joke. I just, I just want to say uh, thank, you, thank you for everything. Uh, you changed my life. You, you saved me from having to work with amateur producers from Australia and Singapore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at the time when you're starting the show, you had closer friends than me who were more talented than me, but you said, no, I want this Chinese guy because you were... <laughs> adamant about having Asian representation on the show and I really appreciate it. And the whole time here, it felt like it was just the two of us immigrants just coming together to tell <laughs> Americans what was wrong with them, which they always appreciate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. You know, I, honestly, I didn't, um, wow, wow, I didn't, uh, I didn't expect that from you, and I feel like, uh, feel like you're gonna make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> I got you! I got you! You gullible f You bought all that shit! Dude, of course I can't go on without you. I'm in multiple tempo movie franchises thanks to this show. You think you can sink me? I, I didn't even know it was your last episode until this morning. The whole, the whole world's like, oh, I got Trevor, oh my god, you're a beacon of light in the darkness. <laughs> hey, this is a show on Comedy Central, all right? We just had someone trying to kiss a butthole, like, two minutes ago. Get over yourself. I can't believe you thought I was serious. No, no, I, I'm, no I'm, I'm thinking, I knew, I knew you were kidding, Ronnie. I knew, good one, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but uh, uh, in all seriousness, uh, on behalf of everyone watching right now, uh, and from the bottom of my heart, uh, can I be the new host? Ronnie Chang, everybody! I'll get back to you on that. I'll get right back to you. I'm just gonna remember the beautiful parts of what he said. For our final traffic report, let's go to my very good friend, the OG from the very beginning, who did this with me when nobody thought we could. Rowan Jr., everybody! What's going on, Roy? What's going on, Roy? I've been, I've been thinking about this, bro. You know, you ain't gotta leave the country. You can just go over to Good Morning America and host over there. <laughs> The light-skinned dude over there in a lot of trouble. They might have a whole All right, all right, Roy, I'm not getting involved. Let's just do the traffic. Hey, man, listen, before I do the traffic, just, this, this, is, this is the last time, you know, you and me, you can come clean. Just come I'm sorry, clean. what? Come, come clean about come what? Clean. Just, just admit it, you, 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 you ain't African for real. <laughs> You're not African. What are you talking about? I'm talking about. I used to run credit cards back in 96 in Birmingham with a dude who looked just like you. Your name was Slippery J. Your hair was a little shorter back then, and I've been keeping my mouth shut about it because we had a good thing going right here, you know, but the people deserve to know the truth about you, Slippery. Tell the truth, man. Roy, you from Birmingham. Oh, Roy, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never lived in Birmingham, oh, dude. my God, look, you don't have to say it like that no more, Birmingham. Just say Birmingham. That's what the city is. You remember, you remember. Come on, Slippery, you don't remember you remember running, running the hustle at Walmart, the credit card? It was, it, was, it was you, it was me, it was Ramrod, Big Mix, Bahama Joe, Two Bone, Fat Mac. And we tried to jump that fence. And when we jumped the fence, the security was running after And then Two Bone shit his pants. And we had to take our pants off. So we had to give Two Bone our pants. And then we didn't have no pants. You remember? We didn't have no pants. You gonna look me in the eyes and tell me we wasn't, that you wasn't with me at the Walmart on Lakeshore Parkway in 1996. Okay, firstly, why did both of you have to give him your pants if he shed his pants? Don't change the subject on me right now, Slippery J. All right, how about this? Look, if, if you're really, you really from Africa, why you be talking all British then? 
I don't understand oh, what I'm from Africa. Cheerio, the old child, the queen, all the beans, and the gibbles, and the jabbler, all the the gibbler, and the gibbler. Ain't no African sound like that, man. If you're gonna put on a fake accent, at least make it sound accurate. What you're doing is offensive. It's disrespectful. Okay, it's not a made-up accent. Why would I pretend to be African? Look, man, I'm not judging you, man. Look, we all do it. Everybody lie to get the job, bro. <laughs> Looking black, sounding British, that's, that's how you get the job? You lie. I lied to get this job, man. I don't know shit about Excel. I told them people that I killed Bin Laden. I said, whatever it take. That's how you play the game, man. But just, just, just be real with me, bro. Be real with me. It's Roy. been seven years. Roy. You're not African. You're a regular-ass dude. Roy, Just... Roy, look at me. Roy, Roy. I am really African, okay? Whatever, man. Either way, we had a good run. We did. We it was did. a good run. It's, it's been amazing for me. Yeah, I know. You, you've been my dude from day one, and you know this. Yeah. We've been having a ton of fun together, every mm -hmm. iteration of the show. Yeah. And let's, let's make sure we keep in touch, keep hanging out. That's what's up. You know, we're, we're real friends, you know? I mean... <laughs> I mean, you never know. Maybe we can get together, steal some credit cards and shit like the old times, you know? Bitch, I knew it was no, you! No, 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 no! Slip with me! No! Slip with me! What would you do, buddy? I don't know what he's talking about! Slip with you! I, Roy Wood Jr., everyone! Roy Wood Jr., Roy Wood, and Trevor Noah from Africa. All right, well, I guess that's everyone. And. Aren't you I forgetting someone, Trevor? Yeah. Someone you'd send out every other week to the heart of America to almost get murdered by QAnon psychopaths. Jordan Klepper, you're still alive. I am still alive, yes. Barely, barely. Trevor, I wanted to come out here. Thank you for your candor, your wit, your intelligence, uh, and to offer you one final goodbye. But I'm not going to do that. Oh. I thought it'd be better if the folks of New York did that. I wanted to give New Yorkers a chance to weigh in on Trevor's departure. So I bravely went to the only place more intense than a MAGA rally, Midtown Manhattan during the holidays. Mo, thank you. Trevor is leaving. How does that make you feel? Sad, extremely sad. Have you heard Trevor Noah's leaving? The black guy? He is a black guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sad. He has been such a signature. He went through COVID with all of us. That was such an important part, like just seeing him on his house and you, everybody being depressed, but just he being on TV was such a wonderful thing. You know it's Trevor's yep. final yep. show. Yep, yep. How's that make you feel? Yeah. Everything ends. Hopefully, our buddy ends. <laughs> You talking about Trevor? You want Trevor to die? No, 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 no. Okay, no, I misunderstood. No, what I like about Trevor is you have to be able to f laugh at all sides of everything now. I don't want to watch something where they only snap on one person. Let's snap on Biden, let's snap on Trump, let's snap on everybody. Everybody deserves a snap. Everybody deserves it. That's Just, New York. Trevor Noah is leaving the show. How do you feel about that? Bad. Yeah? I feel like he's the, he was the best correspondent. Trevor's the most talented yes. thing on that show. Yes. But there's other talented people yes. who are on the show currently. Yes. There's Trevor. There's Trevor. There's other correspondents. There are. Your favorite might be? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon is not a correspondent on okay. The Daily Show. That is, he has a totally different show. I know. Yeah, I'm talking about there's other people oh. who work on The Daily Show That's who are equally one. talented. That's all I know. Trevor's the only one you know. You know Jordan Klepper doesn't ring a bell. No. Doesn't ring a bell. Right. Not even. even <laughs> that's the guy who goes out, puts his life on the line, multiple Emmy nominations. No. Just, I just love Noah. <laughs> you just love Noah? Yes. You could be confronted with Jordan Klepper and you wouldn't know. No, but I would still talk to him. You'd still talk to him. Fortunately, some fans do more than others. What's your favorite Trevor Noah segment? Between the scenes. I think that's beautiful because you see a really human side of a celebrity, you know, just being human with New Yorkers and human with life. Trevor's covered a lot of interesting, important moments. Yeah. If you had to pick a favorite police shooting that he's covered, oh, which one would it be? <laughs> but your favorite lighthearted moment from uh, COVID. Too many to count, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> Is today the day? Uh, yeah, yeah, just, just, just got married. Just got married. Oh you guys are embarking on something new. What advice do you have for somebody else who's also embarking on something new? Always talk things through. So like with a close friend or a colleague or somebody. Yeah. 
talk to them before you make the biggest decision of your life. It's the smart <laughs> thing to do. Your fans, Trevor is retiring today. And where's he going now? Yeah. He's going to open a candy shop in Rhinebeck. Okay. Okay. I why, think. Why I'm just guessing. <laughs> he won't tell anybody what he's doing. But do you know where he's going? What is he doing? It is unclear. I know he always likes soccer. I don't know how easy that is to get into. It yeah. feels like anybody can do it, so maybe. Got it. What is he going to be doing next, do you know? I think he's going to Ukraine, whether it's stand-up or he's fighting. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that. I look forward to seeing him as he hits the road, potentially, and stops in Tampa, because I know he does that occasionally. So you want Trevor to come to Tampa? Absolutely. I want him to come to me. <laughs> That's white privilege right there. <laughs> A black man retires after long, long years uh, of work, and you're like, please come to me, make me laugh. Trevor, the truth is, the word on the street was loud and clear. Trevor, thank you very much. Trevor, we will miss you. Trevor, we love you. Trevor, we're gonna miss you so much. You are the best. Bis bald, um, kommt bald zurück. I said, Yo, see you soon, come come back soon. You're not like trolling us and through some Oh, absolutely work. not. <laughs> Good luck and thank you for keeping us a little bit more safe. Have fun at the candy shop. Yo, Trevor, you're the man. Whatever you do, congratulations, keep it real. And with everybody. Trevor, I wish you the best. You're awesome. Thank you for all your work. Go make fun the world. I was gonna say, like, exactly that verbatim. Go make fun of the world. Wow. Sean and Shepard, everybody. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for all. Wow. And one last time, to all the, the correspondents, please give it up one more time, everybody. Every single one of the correspondents. Every single one of them. Desi Lydic, Ronnie Chan, Michael Costa, Dulce Sloan, Warwick Jr. Thank you so much. Give it up, everybody, for the best fake news team in history, everybody. Look at these people. Look at these people. Keep watching them. They're funny. They're amazing. I couldn't have done this without them. I didn't want to do it without them. We're going to come back. We're going to take a quick break. And after that, I'll be talking to my good friend, Neil Brennan. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Welcome back to the very final episode of The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. That's right, just a few more hours before I fly back home to Africa. Rafiki's holding up the new kid. We've all got to be there. It's a thing. <laughs> but before I go, I wanted to hang out one more time with my good friend, Neil Brennan. He's a three-time Emmy-nominated writer, director, producer, and stand-up comedian. His latest Netflix special, Blocks, is streaming right now on Netflix, and tickets for his national brand-new Neil tour are on sale on neilbrennan.com. Please welcome my good friend, Neil Brennan. Hey, a lot of people don't know how many of the stories in this building started outside of the building. You know, we worked together on this show, but I've known you... How long have I known you now? I think it's 13 years. 13 years. Yeah. We I, met... Yeah. We... I... Okay, so we met... We were both in Denver 
doing comedy. No, that's not where we met. You know where we actually met? We met at the comedy we store. We met at the comedy store in LA. And I remember watching you and I was like, you are a very funny person. And I'd seen your Twitter at the time. That's when yeah. people were still telling jokes on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, man, I was like, you, you're Neil Pern. I was like, you're really funny. And we spoke a little bit and yeah. you were just like, who, who, what is this? What is happening right now? <laughs> a lot of people gave me that. You just, yeah, you, just yeah. you know, but you, you weren't mean. You were just confused. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we, we chatted for a little bit. And then I said, oh, I'll follow you. And then I followed you on Twitter. And then I remember the, the next time we spoke, you sent me a message because you said, hey, who the hell are you? Because I have a whole bunch of exclamation marks and Africans in my mentions right now. <laughs> because there's, I remember, because one of my friends followed you, Tolisa, and you were like, that doesn't, that's not possible. Yeah, I can't even say that. <laughs> and that's actually how we became friends. Yes. I brought and Africans into your life. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I never met one before you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no, the, the story I like to tell is, so 10 years ago, we worked in Denver. You were at the Improv. No, I wasn't. I never played. Where were improv. you? I was at, it was called like a Funny Bone, or it was a... So not even an Improv. I've never played the, I'd never played any of the premium clubs. We were there for the weekend. Yes. We were both getting 300 bucks a show. Yes. And I, and you were like, I'm pretty big in South Africa and Europe, and I was like, get out of here. <laughs> like, literally, get out of here. And he got out of here. He literally left. And, uh, and then, and well, you're then, because I told, I but told. But you're not doing okay. a service, though. You're not doing, Neil makes it sound like he's, like, grumpier than he is. What happened was, we didn't know we were both in town. Yes. And then I, I saw a post, and I was like, Neil's here. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, let's meet. And then we well, met. One of your South African friends, like, you know, I was in Denver. <laughs> yeah. And so then we, we, we were like, let's meet, and we're going we're gonna to grab some food. And we met downtown yes. yeah. Denver. And we're eating yeah. at this little spot, and it was tacos, I don't know what it was, and we, we're having a meal, and we're chatting about how hard it is being on the road, yeah. how we're both getting $300, and that you still have to pay your own airfare, yep. and it, it basically equals nothing when you get back yes. home, right? And then you said to me, I don't get why you're doing this, because you, you're huge back home. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but I, I love this. And you're like, you're delusional. <laughs> and then you said, what's your dream? And I said, I just want to keep doing comedy and have as much fun as possible. And you said, well, America doesn't tolerate people with accents on TV. So you should leave. And at that time, I was correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. in my defense, <laughs> once Oliver started doing good, I literally called you and I said- I will never forget this. I said, come back. <laughs> I'll never forget that call. And now the thing people don't the p thing that people don't know is three months I called you and was like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> You've been here from the beginning. Um, you know what I've what I've loved about your journey because it's not about me. It's also about you. Is um, you know a lot of people know Neil as one of one of the smartest, funniest people you ever work with in the comedy industry. He's worked with the greatest comedians you can imagine. You know a great comedian. He's worked with them in some way, shape, or form. He is slowly turning into, in my opinion one of the most unique and funny and original comedians that are out there. And like, I've, I've watched your journey. Your new special on, on Netflix is phenomenal because you're not just doing comedy, but you know, you, you're, you're creating different types of shows. You're, you're enjoying it, you're playing with it. And your new special blocks, I've told you this personally, but it's, it's amazing, it's funny. People have commented on how heartbreaking and funny it is, how poignant and honest it is because you break down what it means to be a liberal, how you try and identify yourself, how we as people don't communicate anymore, what it means to grow up in a household where parents didn't know how to love you, what abuse was. I, it feels like it's such it a vulnerable- It sounds hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's my point. But that's my point. Like, who would think, yeah, that's, that's the show that I'm gonna make and it will be hilarious. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. Um, the, uh, the, uh, I'm, I'm the final guest on The Daily Show, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, no, it worked out. I, I had the idea for the show, and it is about the ways I don't feel like I fit in. Even, like, recycling, I don't know how to do correctly. Like, whenever I, I throw something away and it's in one of those garbage cans, it's got, like, a garbage hole, a recycling hole, and a compost hole, I do my best, but afterward, I'm like, I don't think I did that right. <laughs> Like, that happens kind of across the board in my life. I'm, I'm not married, I don't have kids, like, I don't eat meat, I don't drink them. I just, I'm kind of an outlier in a lot of ways. Um, but but I funny. figured out, but I am very funny. You are neat. Um, but yeah, but I figured out a way to synthesize it into a show. Uh, your I'm, new, can I talk about your new Netflix special? 
Oh, why, well, yes, you can. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're here. Yeah. Now yeah. that you're here. No, I, I, I told you I thought it was one of the, probably your, my favorite special viewers. Yeah, which you never say. Yeah, I'm No, a, no, and I mean this in a good way. Yeah, like, yeah. You're not one of those people who just says words like favorite, best, I like. Oh, Amazing. You, no, you don't. Yeah. You don't. Um, and, but it, it really, I, to me, was like your strongest, cleanest, Thank you. best material. Thank you very much. It was and, hard for both of us because, and not just us, many comedians, many touring artists, many, like everyone from people who are running, you know, building the stage. Everyone was struggling because of COVID. You yeah. know, people couldn't go to offices, et cetera, but touring was decimated. You know, everyone we worked with was gone. Building a show was really hard. I wonder if you went through the same thing, because I was, I was panicking about whether or not I'd be able to make the show what it was, and then you were also building a show when everyone was wearing masks. No one could even sit together. Yeah. Like, how, was that hard Well, for I didn't know how much to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. I couldn't tell if people wanted to hear it or didn't want to hear it. It was both. I know. Yeah. So well, I, I was would like, do it. Was a... over, don't say anything, but what is your joke? Yeah, but go, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I had a couple like fast jokes up right. front and, and, and then I would just get into the show. Cause I think people want you to acknowledge it, but they don't want to harp on it to bumps them out. I would love to know from the first time you and I hung out on the show and spoke about depression. Mm -hmm. We spoke about, you know, anxiety. We spoke, you know, it's the stuff comedians talk about. <laughs> um, I'd love to know if you feel like you've healed a lot more, if you've grown a lot more, and for people who've been on a similar journey to you, what's some of your best advice for them I've to be? I've done a ton of stuff. Uh, I've talked, I did a thing called TMS, transcranial magnetic stimulation for depression. That was really helpful. Uh, I did ketamine. Did you, you? The ketamine therapy? Ketamine therapy, okay. I didn't just do yeah, it Yeah, it sounds like you just did it at a party. That's what it sounded like you did it. I did ketamine, yeah. I got drunk, I got lit, I got turned. <laughs> It really helped. Uh, um, no, so ketamine, TMS, uh, ayahuasca. I just, I'll do, not like I'll do anything, but kind of, I'll like, yeah, I'll do anything. Um, and, uh, but I feel like you've done stuff also. We, this is another way in which we connect. I think therapy's amazing. I think yeah. you should always be working on yourself. But, but like, you've always been the person who's gone, I'm a tortured soul and there's no hope. You say that in your comedy, <laughs> right? Uh -huh. And, and I feel like over the years, I've seen a glimmer of hope in I'm your a eyes. Little, I'm, a little, uh, I'm a little sunnier than I you used to be. You are a little sunnier. I know. You are. I know. It's pretty cute. It is. Um, <laughs> got a burgundy suit. Come on. What do you want? Um, so, so, so to that, not to be too mushy, but to that Neil Brennan who's sitting out there right now and goes, I'm anxious, I'm depressed, I, I don't think anybody in the world loves me, I don't think there's any future for me. What, like, what do you say to them? Just keep, keep saving your money. And um, <laughs> invest in a Roth IRA. No, um, uh, just keep trying. That's the thing is, because it is, the thing with depression and anxiety and all these mental health things, they don't really know what does what. Yeah. So you have to keep trying and not get too discouraged about if one thing doesn't work, mm -hmm. then you're broken or screwed or whatever. Like, you know, you just try another thing. It's like stand-up. Where you just do a joke and it's like, oh, you don't like that? All right, we'll do Try another one. one. Yeah, and, and just go on and on and on. Do I worry for you? Yeah, I have some worries. I worry what's gonna happen when you wake up tomorrow at one in the afternoon. Do you realize that you're not gonna be the host of The Daily Show anymore? Yeah, you're just gonna be a best-selling author who does comedy in sold-out arenas around the world. Hashtag pray for Trevor. <laughs> so, buddy, it is my great honor on behalf of everyone here and at home to give you your flowers. Aww. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Also, as someone quitting a job in America, you're about to lose your health insurance, so you should probably sign up for COBRA. <laughs> I brought all the necessary forms. Love you, buddy. Congratulations. Trevor Noah, everybody. Neil Brown, everybody. Thank you so much. You're right. I, I don't like smoking. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Thank you again for being here, everyone. This has been fun. I don't know if I mentioned, it is my uh, final show, final episode of the, of the Daily Show with uh, Trevor Noah. And um, don't be sad. I know a lot of people are sad, but please don't be sad. Uh, you should be happy that an African leader is peacefully leaving power. <laughs> That's never a guarantee. That's never a guarantee. It's really hard to believe it's been seven years at the desk, you know? I was, I was thinking, everyone asks me about that. I say, it's seven years, can you, can you believe it doesn't feel like seven years, you know? Um, well, not all at the desk, obviously. I went home in between, you know? <laughs> yeah, but still, it's been a wild ride, you know? And, um, and some of the people I work with, some of you have been asking me between the scenes, what have you learned at your time in America, Trevor? What have you learned at your time? And, you know, is it, and I, I would never pretend to understand America, you know, in the relatively short time I think I've been here. Um, I, don't, I don't think I know much about anything the more I learn, funny enough. But, but when I thought about it, I realized there were, there were three main lessons that I've learned in my time, you know, being privileged enough to host the show that, that you've been wonderful enough to watch. And the first lesson I learned is something that took me a long time to realize. Issues are real, but Politics are just an invented way to solve those issues. You know, don't ever forget that. You know, I, 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 in the very beginning, also got sucked into the whole Republican, Democrat, and you know, it's like, oh, this is the way it should be, as a Republican, Dem-. yet it's, it's not actually the way it should be. It's not even the way it is. It's not a binary. They're not just two ways to solve any problem. They're not just two ways to be, you know. Um, I'm eternally grateful to a, a man who I met as a stranger, funny enough, and uh, he said something really beautiful to me. We're, we're walking through uh, Harlem, and he said to me, he said, you know, Trevor, one of the greatest lies they tell you in America, they tell you that, they tell you that America is two political parties, Republicans and Democrats, and he said, but I'll tell you now, it's Republicans, Democrats, and it's black people, and every other person of color who's trying to make a name or do something for themselves. And that stuck with me, and it made me think about American politics differently. It made me realize that we get tricked a lot of the time, not just in America, but everywhere in the world, into liking or not liking something based more on the tribe that it comes from, the tribe that it emanates from, than what the idea actually is. You know, it's whether they put that little R or that D next to somebody's name in a newspaper article that defines how you feel about it. When in fact, somebody that you may not agree with on most things can do something that you like. They could do something that you agree with. And I think as we live in a society where we increasingly introduce ourselves with the things that separate us, we forget that real friendships come from the similarities and then the disagreements are how we polish each other as human beings. I'm not saying you'll agree with everyone, don't get me, get me wrong, it's not like kumbaya and everything works. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but you know, just remember that. You know, like Trump did prison reform. You know, I'm not saying now you should like him, <laughs> but it doesn't mean you have to hate the prison reform that he did. You, know, you could be like, I hate this guy, but I'm not going to be there. Like, Your Honor, I should get a longer sentence because <laughs> Trump did this shit. <laughs> Issues aren't Democrat or Republican. That's, that's all I'm saying, and that's, that's all I wish I could have said a lot more clearly on the show. But sometimes in the country, the way the news is told, the way it's delivered to you, it makes it feel that way. But it's not. Clean water isn't a Republican or a Democrat issue. Affordable housing isn't a Republican or a Democrat issue. I don't care what party you are. 
you're probably struggling to pay for your rent. You're probably struggling to own a house or to buy something. Crime is not a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's oftentimes something that New York Times just reports on because they listen to everything the police say. But that's another story for another day. You know, politics has transformed into a giant game of football, it feels like. And just like football, it, you know, turns everybody's brains to mush. But don't forget that. <laughs> Every time you think of an issue, don't think of it through the lens of Republican and Democrat. Forget that for a moment. Think about it as a human being and then figure out which person in power is actually trying to do what you think needs to be done about that issue. You know? The second lesson I learned is never forget that context matters. You know, never forget how much context matters. I feel like we live in an age of limitless information right now, but we never seem to acknowledge that there's a shortage of context. You know, in many ways, it's why I started doing Between the Scenes. I realized in the short time I have on the show, there's only so much I can convey as a message, and you know, that message is, I understand, distilled and synthesized for people, but, but we, we, we process everything in bites. And we don't realize that we have a lot of information, but we don't have the context that is so necessary for us to, protect, you know, to, to, to process that, that information, which is so important. Context is everything. It's truly everything. We have information, though. We know, we know about a flood in Pakistan in a way that we never would have known before. We know about protests in Iran. We know about what the troop movements are in Ukraine. We know about a drought in parts of, you know, Sudan. We, we know all of these things. You know, we, we know who Pete Davidson is dating now, you know? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like we know it before he does, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, what? What? I am sweet. But, yeah, but we, we don't have the context oftentimes when we make a decision is what I started realizing. You know, we see a clip, a video. It's designed to make us angry. We respond to it accordingly. We don't know how it started. We don't know how it ended. We don't know what the actual story is. And context is so important for everything, for every conversation, if you think about it, in, 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 in life, you know? You see it makes you angry. You don't wonder why it makes you angry. You don't even know if it was designed to make you angry. I, you know, I just, I've realized it's so important to protect yourself from that. Try and find the context wherever you can. Ask as many questions. And it may slow you down in being able to make a decision. It may slow you down in being able to form a take. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we shouldn't have an opinion immediately. Maybe we should wait and see what happened. See what the context is. You don't know what the video is. You know, we all see these videos. So that video of that raccoon attacking that little girl. It was terrible. But we don't know what she did to the raccoon. <laughs> You know, maybe she sold the raccoon some cocaine and wasn't cocaine. And the raccoon was like, shit, this is flower. Ah! You know? I think context is everything. And I've experienced it many, in many ways firsthand. I, I remember when I started the show, you know, um, there were so many people, they hated me. They genuinely hated me. They hated the idea. They hated how I looked. They hated my hair. They hated my accent. They hated everything about me, my point of view, everything. And then I looked seven years later, and now those people still hate me, but, <laughs> but for the right reasons now, because now they know me, they understand me. <laughs> and obviously there's people who love me, and I appreciate all of you who come out and enjoy the show with me, but just remember, without context, nothing makes sense. Whether it's international traditions, norms, customs, we all think it's normal because we are in the place that we're in, but as the world becomes smaller, we're also gonna compress everything that we think is right and is normal, and it's gonna create a little bit of tension you know, there isn't one way, and we don't know what the one way is. You know, context, people. Please just don't forget that. It's like how if you joke about your own mom, then it's funny, right? <laughs> but if I joke about your mom, then it's hilarious. There's a difference, <laughs> you know? And I guess the final, the final lesson I learned at the show, and I learned it not at the show, but because of the show and the news I was covering is, Please don't forget that the world is a friendlier place than the internet and the news will make you think. Yes. Just don't forget that. You know, I've been, I've been really lucky to go out and, you know, my comedy has taken me to places and to people. I've been lucky enough to do comedy from Florida all the way through to, you know, Washington State. I've, I've been lucky enough to travel around the world and meet people and people are a lot friendlier than social media would have you believe. You know, I've had 
people who are Republican voters who come to my show because even their kids brought them and they go, I didn't know I would laugh and I had a good time and I may not agree with you, but maybe this, but, but they see me as a human. Maybe I talk to them, I see them as a human in a way that we didn't before. People are a lot friendlier than they'll have you believe. The news is designed to tell you what is happening and generally what is bad is what's going to make news, but not everything is bad, you know? Some old ladies aren't just being punched everywhere in New York City at every corner, you know? Sometimes they're punching people. <laughs> people are a lot better than, than, than they'll have you think. You know, we're all, we're all human beings, we're all trying to get somewhere and at the end of the day, we're all just trying to smash. And, uh... and really, the... I think the most, the most important lesson my time at, the, at this show has taught me is gratitude, you know? It's taught me to be grateful, you know? Grateful for, for everything that I have that I don't even realize I have, you know? Grateful to the wonderful people who helped me make every single episode of the show. I always tell the people I work with, I go, you know, I, I wish you could be with me all the time when I meet people who enjoy the show and they go, great show. And I'm like, yeah, but I wish they could see that as well. You know, they could experience that. And then they could also get the death threats too. Uh, <laughs> we should share these things is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but thank you to all of them. It's, it's crazy when, 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 when people ask me, they're like, how did this, how did this, it, it was a wild journey. It was the craziest journey that I didn't predict, I didn't expect, you know? I got, a, I got a call from a man by the name of John Stewart, and I'll never forget this call. I was in London doing my first tour of the UK. It was such, a, such, a, such an exciting moment for me. I, I was thrilled. I'd wanted to travel and do comedy for so long, and my phone rang, and didn't know what the number was, and I answered. The voice on the other end said, hey, Trevor, how are you? Uh, my name is John Stewart. Uh, I host a comedy show in America called The Daily Show. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, I know what The Daily Show is. And he was like, as you should, young man, as you should. <laughs> he, was, he was very funny. He was like, you know, go in and out of, you know, uh, it's like being taking himself seriously and then not at all. And we had this great conversation where he invited me. He said, I've seen your comedy online, you know, and I think it was the executive producers basically brought me to John's attention, you know, Jen Flans, Adam Lowitz, Steve Bodo helped me make the show. And they said, John, you got to see this kid. You've got to, you know, you've got to do something with him. And John liked me and he said, yeah, let's, let's, let's do something. You know, I see you in me. And I was like, ha, ah, that's an interesting one. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I've always felt like I'm Jersey. I get it, I get it. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's been wild. And then I called my, my, my two best friends, my two best creative friends who I've been working with for a long time, David Maya and David Kibuka. And I said, uh, one of them from North Carolina, you know, cowboy and, and guru at the same time, <laughs> fantastic filmmaker. I called him, I said, yo, Dave, we gotta do this. And then my friend David Kibuka from South Africa, I was like, you, do you wanna, wanna go to America? And he's like, for how long? I was like, for as long as they'll allow us, man. I need you and we, we, we can do this thing together. And he's like, well, all right, all right let's see what happens. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and we've been seeing what happens ever since. And so uh, I say thank you to all of those people. There's so many thank yous. Like I said, my, my, my first bosses are, are sitting right here, the people who gave me the job, sitting right here. You know, Michelle gave me the her job. <laughs> you know, some who aren't here, Sarah and Kent. The, the ride we went through together, that was ridiculous. People asked them if they were crazy. They were like, are you crazy? Who the hell is, what are you doing? Why would you give him this job? You know? And I even asked them, I was like, why would you give me this job? Yeah, and they're like, we, we see something in you and we, we'll ride with you. And you did, I wanna thank you over and over again. You rode with me when nobody else would. You could have fired me when people were pressuring me. You, you could have not seen it when I didn't even see it, but yeah. We've kept up ever since, you know? All the people have been truly grateful. All the way through to my new team of bosses, you know, led by Chris McCarthy and the team, Kai's and Nina and everyone else. You know? Where they were like, you know, they were the first ones to say, hey, The Daily Show is your world, but it doesn't have to be your only world. Let's make projects together. Let's produce other content. Let's create for the correspondence. Let's, 
you know, get Jordan doing specials, let's get Desi doing specials. And you know, now that people are Emmy nominated, I'm so proud of that and I'm so grateful to every single one. But honestly, most importantly, I'm grateful to you. Every, every single one of you. I am, I'm so grateful. I remember, I remember when we started the show, we couldn't get enough people to fill an audience. And you know, I always think it's good. That's how comedy is funny enough. I remember all my shows, people didn't, there weren't tickets at, you know, everyone, there were empty seats. Um, and, then I, and then I look at this now, I don't take it for granted ever. Every seat that has ever been filled to watch something that I'm doing, I always appreciate because I know the empty seat that sits behind it. So thank you. Thank you to the people who watch, the people who share the clips, you know, everyone who's had an opinion, everyone who's been kind enough and gracious enough to, you know, whether, even if it's a critique, doesn't even have to be praised, but some people watch and I don't like it when you do this, but I, but I watch. I want to say I appreciate those people. Even the people who hate watched, we still got the ratings, thank you. <laughs> I'm eternally grateful to you. And uh, this is random for some, but special shout out to, to black women. Um, I... You know, I've, I've been... I've often been credited with, you know, having these grand ideas of people like, oh, Trevor, you're so smart and you're so... And then I'm like, I'm like who do you think teaches me, you know? Who do you think has shaped me, nourished me, informed me? You know, from my mom, my gran, you know, my aunt, all these black women in my life. But then in America as well, if you, I always tell people, if you truly want to learn about America, talk to black women. Yeah, because unlike everybody else, black women cannot afford to f on and find out. Black people understand how hard it is when things go bad, especially in America, but any place where black people exist, whether it's Brazil, whether it's South Africa, wherever it is, when things go bad, black people know that it gets worse for them. But black women in particular, they know what shit is, genuinely. People always be shocked. They'll be like, why do black women turn out the way they do in America? Why do they vote the way they... Yeah, because they know what happens if things do not go the way it should. They cannot afford to f around and find out. And to black women who have taught me, all of them, I mean, the scholars online, the, you know, the authors, everybody, the Roxanne Gays, the Tressy McMillan Cottoms, the, you know, I'll remember the names, you know, the Zoe Tsamudzis, the like, brilliant, brilliant women have taken the time to inform me, to educate me, to argue with me. You know, the Tarana Burks who, you know, who laughed with me, talking about everything from sexual assault to just what life is like. Yeah, man, I'll tell you now, do yourself a favor. You truly want to know what to do or how to do it, or maybe the best way or the most, the most equitable way? Talk to black women. They are, they're a lot of the reason that I'm here, and so I'm grateful to them. I'm grateful to every single one of you. This has been an honor, thank you. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Well, that's our show for tonight. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Every single night that you do, thank you for coming out in person. Uh, I'm gonna step out to go and buy some cigarettes, but I'll be right back, right soon. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.